and then just have two points tonight. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 and 14. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. Whosoever. Anybody. You call on the Lord, you can be saved. Doesn't matter if you're in Nassau, doesn't matter if you're in Liberal, doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. Anybody who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's encouraging. Verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him who, of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And this is a challenging verse because, again, I said this right before we left on our, on our trip. I had a couple minutes up here, and I said, I think everybody would agree with Romans 10:13. Man, exciting. Anybody who believes can be saved. Well, verse 14 kind of moves that and uh, makes us think about our own responsibility in that equation. How can they call on him unless they believe? And how can they believe if they've never heard? How can they hear about him unless someone tells them? That's what Romans 10, 14. And many times, maybe we think here in the Bible Belt, well, people just know. If they don't know by now, then they're not getting saved or God's time. Well, we still have a job to do. And not only support missions and pray for our missionaries, but we as individuals have a responsibility to reach people. And that's always been God's plan of, of people reaching people. Always been God's plan. I'm thankful for pastor. I'm thankful for your message this morning. I'm thankful we can invite people to a church that preaches the gospel. Amen? That you can say, hey, come to our church and you're going to hear about Jesus Christ. Because a lot of places, it's not happening. And I'm thankful for that. But it's not pastor's job solely. It's not just uh, the staff job. As Christians, it's our responsibility. People telling other people about the gospel. Always been God's plan. And so our individual responsibility, when we tell people about Christ, kind of boils down to two things. It comes down to speaking up with our lips, with the words we say, speaking up and showing up. Showing up with our life and the way we live our life. Our testimony. Not just a one-day thing, but a lifetime of work, which can be difficult. But when it comes to our responsibility, it's our responsibility to speak up and to show up. Everybody knows what a fire alarm is. You have them in your house. We have them here at church. My son Chase has pulled it before. Thanks a lot. I think a couple other kids probably have. A fire alarm. What is the responsibility of a fire alarm? To alert, to warn. Right. To tell other people that, hey, there's some danger here, right? That's the job of a fire alarm. Now, in your house, ooh, a Skittle. I'll save that for one of my kids. I'm sure they'll love that. I'll put this up here by the chest. If anybody's giving money later, they can have that Skittle. Um, maybe in your house, it could be used as a, like a dinner bell. Hey, dinner's done. Fire alarm's going off. I don't know how it is at your house. But a fire alarm is to warn. Sometimes it's annoying. I worked at, at a place, the fire alarm would go off and they would test it all the time and it was right in my office, like 10 feet from my ear. I ended up putting duct tape on it and all sorts of stuff, so when it went off, because it was annoying, but that was the job of the fire alarm. Can you imagine you have a fire alarm at your house? 
Maybe it's nighttime, you're sleeping. There's a fire. And that fire alarm's like, oh man, I don't really want to be too annoying right now. I don't know if I should wake them up. There's a fire, but they look so comfy and cozy. Steve Astalos, he's just so snuggled up there. I don't know if I should wake him up. Now, wouldn't that be silly? The fire alarm's like, has feelings. Like, as far as, I don't know, I don't really want to bother somebody. When it comes to us and telling people about the gospel, no doubt we have to use wisdom, and we don't have to be annoying. We have a brain, we have a Bible, we should use both. We don't need to run up and down the aisles at Walmart yelling, turn or burn, <laughs> turn or burn, turn or burn, and then run out. People are wondering, what's going on, okay? We can use wisdom, we can use our brain, but many times we err on the other side. Not the fact that, well, I don't want to bother people. Like, that's, that's what we most tend to, we basically don't say anything. Most of us tend to fall on that side of things where it's not where we're annoying, where we're telling, I've been around people like, hey, you need to chill out a little bit about <laughs> just you know, yelling at people about the gospel or whatever. But most of us, and I even put myself in this category a lot of times to where we don't say a thing. I agree with lifestyle evangelism. We'll talk about that in just a minute where you let your life shine. But there's still something to be said where we have something to say. Sharing the gospel, speaking up. Again, we had tracks. We had a little gospel thing that said good news. On the back also had some bad news. They transitioned into great news. But we have some good news to share. And many times we sit on it and we don't do a thing. We're responsible. God's, God's command is clear. I'm not going to go long into it, but God's command is clear. Speaking up. And how about this? Showing up with your life. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Anybody know that verse? Let your light so shine before men. Let's say that out loud. Let your light so shine before men. It goes on to say that they might see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. It has nothing to do with just letting them see you. Ultimately, it's all about showing Christ in our lives to others. Showing up with the way we live our life. Again, I'm not going to do it. We have a light. We can turn all the lights off, turn a light the job of a light bulb is to shine bright. That's, that's the responsibility of that light bulb. It's to shine. As Christians, we have a light. We have the light of the gospel. If we're saved as Christians, we either have the light and we're not shining it. Put it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine just like the song. I wish I could sing, Pastor, like you sang in your sermon this morning. It just wouldn't do good for my sermon tonight. If I could sing, I'd be showing you, that's for sure. Showing up, Matthew 5, 16. Your testimony, the way you live your life. And I think it was Xavier, he was up here and talking. And it is hard being here at home because you have life. And maybe you've got some mistakes in your past. Or maybe people know you too much. And so it can be an obstacle where you're 
trying to tell people about the gospel. You're trying to, to live out the gospel, and yet you're worried about the past. There's an old hymn written in uh, 1997 by the gospel group DC Talk. At the beginning of uh, their song, What If I Stumble?, they had a quote, and the quote said, The greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips, walk out the door, and deny him by their lifestyle. Some of us are really good at maybe even talking about Christ and maybe even inviting people to church. There's still another side of that where God calls us to live a life that's a reflection of Him. God's not calling us to be perfect. Don't get me wrong. We're not going to be perfect. But we ought to be striving to be more like Christ and striving to be like Him, striving to be holy, not in order to get to heaven, not to, but, but to show others the gospel. Speaking up, showing up. Just like the moon, I'm not going to go long. Where's the, where's the moon get its light from? The sun. It's a reflection, right? We are to reflect God's love, God's grace, God's mercy. We're to reflect the gospel to others around us. And that causes some life changes. That causes us to inspect ourselves and say, how am I doing in my anger? How am I doing in my pride, whatever, wherever you're at, the life you live. You're not living just for others so others can see you. That's not what the verse says. Let your light shine that they can see your good works. Yes, but ultimately to what? Glorify God and point people to Him. Speaking up and showing up. Are you reflecting the gospel to others? I'll close with this. General William Booth, he was the founder of the Salvation Army, he once said that his desire, if it had been possible, would have been to dangle his evangelism trainees over hell for 24 hours. To feel the heat and to hear the screams of those that are in hell. That way they could, they could see the reality of what faces people who are lost. talk about raising your level of concern, your level of compassion. As even these kids came and, and, and spoke about their own testimony, did you know you can raise, you can grow your compassion for the lost? That can be something that can be cultivated. That, that is something that you can pray and ask God to give you a bigger burden. And you might be sitting there tonight and you're like, I understand it's important, but it's just not me. The Bible makes it clear, yes, it is you, regardless of introvert, extrovert, regardless of your personality, God's calling us to speak up, God's calling us to show up. The Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 9, and I'm still kind of baffled by this, that Paul says, he, Paul had, the Apostle Paul had an unmatched burden for people. In Romans 9, 2, 3, he said this. He said, I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. 
For I could wish that myself were a curse from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh. He said he would rather be separated from Christ. He would rather go to hell if that meant other people could go to heaven. Man, I'm not there. I'm not giving up my spot. The Apostle, the Apostle Paul, he's not bragging here, but I truly believe that was his heart. And that's convicting to me, a youth pastor here on staff at Fellowship Baptist Church, who at times I know myself and my, my burden. It can, it can become small. And I'm thankful for a time where God opens my eyes and says, hey, get your eyes off yourself or your situation and get your eyes on people. The Apostle Paul was so concerned about reaching the lost that it weighed on him. And he thought about it. That was his life. And so that's my challenge to you tonight. It's not guilt trip you or whatever, but honestly, your passion can be developed. Your burden for the loss can grow. And so if you're here tonight, what I'd want you to do is simply pray and ask God to help you grow that. These students got an opportunity to go to a different country and be in a unique spot where they had to. <laughs> Day one, it was kind of like, hey, let's go. We got to talk to people. No excuses. This is why we're here. By the end of the trip, you know, there's no pushing. They, they want to, and they're talking to people. And you heard their testimonies. That can be the same for us, asking God to help us not only speak up, but to also show up. Not to, not to be perfect, but to allow God to work in our lives. We might have to overcome some things. We might have to say some apologies. Maybe some coworkers and start fresh and start new. But that's what God wants in our life, to speak up and to show up for Him. Every head bowed and every eye closed.